Welcome to the HR L&D podcast, Bite Sized, the show that explores the latest trends and insights impacting people-centric leaders, human resources professionals, and learning and development specialists. With me, your host, Nick Day. These are short snippets from my main podcast show that feature expert guests sharing their knowledge and experiences to help you stay up to date with the latest best practices and strategies impacting the future world of work. Remember, if you need support recruiting talent for your HR business, please do get in touch with myself or any of my wonderful experienced recruitment colleagues at jgarecruitment.com. But for now, sit back, grab your favourite beverage, and let's get started with today's bite-sized episode. You want to learn in an environment where you know, you're having fun and you're more likely to be engaged, as you mentioned, if you're, if you're enjoying it and you find it funny. So you mentioned the word resistance. What kind of resistance do you get then from people about including humour in, in, in the learning and development programme? And, and is it because you think the humour is misunderstood or is it a different mm. type of resistance that you're coming across? I think there's a couple of things. One is that it's seen as irrelevant or silly or superfluous to requirements. So it's just slightly dismissed sometimes. And I think we hear phrases like, let's get down to serious business now. Uh, whereas I think mm. serious business is funny business. I think it is. They can absolutely coexist. You know, you think about the negotiations for Brexit. I bet there haven't been many laughs there. But they really would have benefited from like if they could have had a laugh together. I'm sure that the negotiations would have gone a lot better. You know, really, there's far too much seriousness. You know, there's too much drama around it. Really, there should be a little bit more light touch about it, in my opinion, and sure. noticing the emotional side of things and connecting with the emotional side of things, which is one of the ways we can do that is through laughing together. Um, so I think it can be dismissed by people who think that life is serious, you know, and business is serious. And I think also the second resistance I hear is that people worry that it will go wrong, that they'll attempt to put a joke in at the beginning of a workshop or a speech, or they'll put some funny quizzes into e-learning and it will get rejected. You know, people will not laugh or will criticize it even. And the fear of that can stop people from doing it at all. And that's such a shame because then nothing happens, like nothing improves. Whereas I would urge people to say, you've got to take risks in life. All you have to do is test and measure it like anything else. You know, I write a new joke. I don't just put it in a show and take it to the fringe. I go and try out that joke several times on several different audiences and I find out what works. And then when I've honed it, then I put it into a show and I let the critics look at it and critique it like you would if you were sure. putting it into some learning. So you don't do it straight away. Like you go and try it out. And I think it's understanding almost how to build comedy that people need. You know, they need to understand that there's a process to it. The shame is that they see comedians on live at the Apollo. They look amazingly polished. The audience is laughing at every single joke. And they think that that comedian was born like that and that they've never experienced any failure. Whereas, of course, that's nonsense. They have done so many hours in terrible clubs in basements somewhere in the Northeast, you know, and suffered through terrible comedy shows where they've tried stuff out and it hasn't worked. You know, and then sure. they've learned from that and they've changed it. So the trouble is with comedy is people see the finished product and think that's how it should be. But actually, there's a lot of work has gone into making it look like that. So I would urge people to think of an idea and just straight away test it out as quickly as you can. And then if it works, keep it in or not. 
I hope you enjoyed today's bite-sized edition of the HR L&D podcast. Remember to subscribe to the show, share it with all of your HR colleagues and friends, and why not also check out some of our previous episodes for more golden nuggets that may just help you along in your own people career journey. For now, I'm Nick Day, and you'll be listening to the HR L&D podcast, Bite-Sized.